afternoon news. We uh, were talking in the last half hour about this uh, woman and her nephew out in uh, Nova Scotia who uh, had the winning ticket for $1.2 million on a lottery. They had uh, both uh, names were on the ticket, and now the aunt is suing the nephew for half, saying that she... He's not worthy of it. He's not worthy that he was there for good luck only. (laughs) Despite the fact... (laughs) His name and phone number's on the the ticket. Uh, But we asked you, uh, so what is that dumb disagreement, argument, Uh. or misunderstanding you had in your past that has led to you years of isolation from a loved one. And lots of texts coming in at 6.30, 6.30. We'll get to those in just a moment. First, Irene is on the phone. Hi, Irene. Hi, Jalen. I have to be careful okay. not to say any names. Okay. Uh, relative, my husband's, uh, owned a large ranch okay. abutting a major town, Okay. had no... Um, uh, one in his family to take it over when he was retiring, so decided to sell it. When he sold, needless to say, he got millions. Mm-hmm. Decided to split up the money with for his kids. And uh, since the girls were already married to uh, men that had very good established careers... He decided in his wisdom to give a much smaller amount (laughs) to all the girls, Uh, and uh. all of his sons got a huge chunk of money. Mm. And to this day, they've just abandoned him, the girls. Wow. Terrible. And that's a lesson to be learned with anyone. You don't selectively choose your kids one over the other. Mm. No, no, no. Do you know know what's interesting is your story and the text that we're receiving all seem to have a theme, and the theme (laughs) is money and death. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of circumstances. It makes you really want to re-examine what your last will and testament says. Really? Really? Because, you know, I mean, you you don't want that to be your memory, that you you left your children bickering and fighting with each other. Terrible. Yeah. Like, they won't even speak to their brothers. Wow. You know, that's terrible. Irene, any lawsuits going on there? Did they challenge it at all? I think one of them did. Yeah. And I don't know what transpired because I don't think, it, see, I think an individual has a right to make yeah, a decision. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I, I don't think it got anywhere. But okay. I know that uh, one of them just moved away into a, to another province oh. and has just cut ties completely. off from the family period. And that's mm. terrible. That's sad, yeah. It really is. Mm, Irene, yeah. thank you for okay. sharing. Yeah. Take Bye-bye. care now. Lots of texts coming in this afternoon. Um, my dad's brother decided it would be a good idea to call my sister the C-word and then threatened my mother. I found out and he ended up getting body slammed through a table and then un- instead of really hurting the guy, I just gave him an atomic wedgie mm. until his Fruit of the Looms came right off. Needless to say, we don't talk anymore. 
And this one, my grandma left her estate to all of her grandchildren, and then my uncle sued the estate because he because he had less children. <sighs> Yikes. Uh, out of Wainwright, my wife cheated on me 15 years ago, so I left her amicably, and my daughter was great about it and understood. Yet I've moved on and found a new girlfriend and have been with her for five years. My daughter will not speak to me now, has no contact with me despite my repeated efforts. She's never even met the girlfriend. That's hmm. a shame. That That's a shame. Um, Here's one. I willed my home to my only daughter and half my life insurance, the other half... Oh, sorry. I, I willed my home to my only daughter and half my life insurance. The other half I willed to my three sons. When I got to the... When I go to the happy hunting grounds and explained my reasons to my kids, non-issue. And I hope that's true. Mm. But you don't know what happens. Yeah. And listen, I, don't want, I cannot go into too much detail yeah. on this, but I can tell you, in light of my mother's recent death, there are issues oh, yeah. over the dumbest things. Now, I'm arm's length from this. I keep telling them, I'm I good. I don't want a part of it. I want nothing to do with this. You guys do whatever you guys do. But my three brothers, are they're fighting. Over the dumbest stuff. Uh, out of Slave Lake, what are you fighting out uh, in your family? My mom's estate. Then this one, church and Christian religion has torn my family apart. I have aunts and uncles and cousins I never see because of arguments over Christian faith and how to run a church properly between them and my parents. Hmm. Um, being tricked by my sister on signing a piece of paper that ended up to be the title of mom and dad's house. I had a brother do worse and then that. Forgive but never forget. Hmm. My dad's side, listen to this, this is Gary. My dad's side, still fighting for over 30 years over a single bed of their dead mom. That's exactly what I'm talking about, that kind of thing. There's bickering going on over figurines and mm -hmm. photo albums and, and ugh. My father died while his parents were separated. Oh, no, my father died while my parents were separated. His family wanted everything he owned despite still being willed to my mother. We haven't talked to them in 12 years. <laughs> Jeez. Connivers who get their inheritance before the death and also work themselves back into the will for a posthumous inheritance. Both sides of my family have been affected by the double dippers. So, you know, isn't it strange that so many of these stories are about what happens with estates after death? And we've talked about, do you remember, did you ever get your will done, Jalen and I? No, I haven't. Okay, well. I know. <laughs> get it done. I know. I have to get the will done. Yeah, I haven't gosh. haven't done that. I'm we've we've talked about we've talked about it all, mm -hmm. and just because uh, here at work we've just kind of changed all of the we've changed um, policy providers. That's right for life insurance and stuff. Went I, through all of that again and made sure that the money I keep is going to, to the right take places. A look and see, yeah, I think they transferred over the information, so beneficiaries <laughs> didn't change or anything. I keep meaning to look. Yeah, you just want to take a look at it and make sure um, that it's uh, that it's completely updated. Um, my brother wrote in his will that if anyone fights over the will, everything goes to charity and to fighting. <laughs> <laughs> but then, you know, a court would have to determine what fighting is. Oh, yeah. Sheesh. I, I'll tell you what, like, you know, we've talked about this before, but it's worth talking about again. When I went through the actual process of doing a will, yeah. there's a lot to think about. And there's circumstances that you think are very straightforward, like I die, Carol gets it. Carol dies, I get it. We both die. That's where it gets murky. 
right? Because you have, well, wait a second, only two of the kids are naturally Carols. Carols. Four of them are naturally mine. Yeah. Should the split in the event of both their deaths be the same? And if they're not, whose will takes effect? Should we die together? And it turns out, by the way, it's Carol's. The younger person's will takes effect. But it's the kind of thing where you have to look and go, okay, you know. Have you arranged your will so there will be no fighting? I think so. And I and I could be wrong because I'm not a lawyer or a psychologist. And, and I don't have either <laughs> at my disposal. But I'll tell you what we did. When we finally worked out all the details of the will, and it was not easily done. It took us yeah. several days of conversation between Carol and I, an agreement. We then showed the will to the kids mm. and explained our reasoning. To the bigs and the littles? To the bigs and the littles. And I talked to each of them to say, okay, so here's what we're thinking. Yeah. And again, we were trying to be fair because you also have the circumstance where the bigs have been living and have married and yeah, have yeah. children. And so they're very much more established. And when you're writing the will, you're thinking about today, right? So you're thinking, well, if today Hunter and Madison suddenly had no parents they're financially mm -hmm. much more desperate than the bigs, right? But on the other hand, that will, that's the other thing. You have to keep an eye on your situation and their situation over the years. Has it changed? Should you go back and take another look at that will? Because you, you know, like, like I say in my mom's will, she's promised us stuff in the will that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. And that's causing problems among my brothers because they're saying, well, it doesn't exist anymore, so I'll take this instead. <laughs> but that's not what the will says. Where, and like I say, I'm just like, yeah. work it out. Yeah, and we'll have to figure it out as well. Like, m my boys are not my birth children, mm -hmm. but um, they consider me their mom. And, and I only have one niece and one nephew. Mm -hmm. So to be honest with you, that's the only other place it would really go to. And it would likely just be my jewelry to my niece, right? right? To keep it in the nice side of the family because I have jewelry from my great-grandmother, from my grandmother, and I would want to make sure that it stays on that side. Well, here's the thing. Um, the older I get, the smarter my dad was. So <laughs> he didn't do a living will, but what he did do was he distributed some things that were very important to him. Before he died. Before he died. Yeah. So, and that was, you know, many, many yeah. years ago. So we have his medals yep. that you've seen. We have... Uh, some silver that he brought home from Iran, mm -hmm. um, some silver goblets and that kind of thing. Uh, I know other members of my family have other things. And so he was very careful to say, listen, it's my intention that at some point you're to get this, so I'm yeah. giving it to you now. And that is a nice way to do it. Um, my, my grandma gave me my great-grandmother's ring when I graduated from college. So when I was 20, 21 years old, I received this ring and she said, well, I want to see you enjoy it while I'm still oh, alive. Good. Yep. Um, and I'm the I am the I was the only granddaughter. Jeff and I were the only grandchildren on that side of the family. Uh, but she said I wanted to see she wanted to see it on me. That, yeah, that's nice. I hadn't even thought about jewelry. Yeah, I'm sure, my mom probably had a pretty good rock. I don't care. <laughs> I really just want this thing settled. So over and done with, and over just and move done on. With, yeah. Um. The outdated will. I'm 44, but if my parents really want me to go live with my auntie when they die, I guess I would. <laughs> um, my mom's leaving her estate to my two sons. Discussed this with my only brother before she made her will. Now, off and on, he complains about it. All I've ever seen with death is families fighting. I'm lucky. I never got along with my extended family anyway. LOL. Yeah. Hmm. 
My, my uh, parents have uh, hired a professional executor. I didn't know they existed. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. The executor for my mom's estate is my brother Jim, and the co-executor is my brother Doug, and they're not getting yeah. along. And my fear is uh, that it's going to go into probate as a result, yeah. and I don't want it to. And again, not that I'm waiting for anything, but it's doing more damage to my family than than anything in the past 25 years. So I'd like to see it all just settled. Oh, listen to this. Uh, here's a couple of, a couple of more here. Um, my dad's brother stole his suit. My dad never spoke to him again for over 50 years. They only lived five miles apart. What? <gasps> oh, no. I was going through a separation from a 20-year marriage. We're talking about the things that have caused years of fighting in your family. I was going through a separation from a 20-year marriage. My sister kept running down my ex as a way of supporting me. And this was the final straw for me and the phony relationships in our family. Haven't spoken to them since this happened eight years ago. Yeah, similar to my Auntie Cheryl. Wow. Very similar to my Auntie Cheryl. My stepdaughter gets 25% of everything. Mom and dad's descendants get 5,000 each, which amounts to 250,000. Wow. And they all get a telescope and a microscope and a metal detector at the, at the same amount of money, which totals half a million. That will leave roughly 50% left over uh, to go to other things and friends. Nobody gets anything more or less, including the siblings that ripped me off. Wow. Oh, my gosh. And this one, my uncle or grandparents brought, bought my dad as a... Sorry, my uncle or grandparents bought my dad a puppy 35 to 40 years ago. The dog grew up to be a non-stop barker. My dad hated the dog, so one day he took it out back behind the farm and shot it. <sighs> my grandma has never forgiven him. Oh, that'd be a tough one to get past, well, too. Well, yeah. yeah. Fifty-two on the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News. We want to keep you updated on the weather situation across uh, the region this afternoon. We've told you that there is a a severe thunderstorm watch in effect for uh, many places, including the city of Edmonton, St. Albert and Sherwood Park, uh, Drumheller, Three Hills, Fort Saskatchewan, Vegreville, Redwater, Smoky Lake, Leduc Camrose, Wetaskiwin, Towfield, um, Spruce Grove, Morinville, Mayerthorpe, Evansburg, but a tornado watch. So tornado watch, which means... There's the potential. Right. All the elements uh, are there Are there that uh, would have the potential for what you're watching for. A warning uh, is, means it's, that it's happening. It's imminent, yes. So a tornado watch is in effect for Airdrie, Cochrane, Old Sundry, Drayton Valley, Devon, Rimby, Pigeon Lake, Leduc, Camrose, Wetaskiwin, Towfield, Red Deer, Pinoca, Innisfail, and Stetler. So just be aware, keep an eye on uh, the sky, let us know what you're seeing at 6.30, 6.30. And again, a reminder, a tornado watch or a thunderstorm watch means that there is the potential, the conditions are right mm -hmm. for the possibility of these things developing. A warning means it's imminent or it is happening. We'll keep you updated throughout the afternoon on this because we know how this region... Our weather watchers. That's right. Uh, very unpredictable weather in our province, but uh, very predictable uh, listeners. They'll let us know for sure. Exactly. You can uh, call us at 4960063 and again, the text line 63630. I just hope this doesn't ruin uh, International French Friday. T today is International. Today is International French Friday? It is. You know, every day is a day. Today yes, is International it is. French Friday. So, well, 
Uh, yeah, actually, you know what? I heard Bruce Bowie talking about it on the show this morning, his show this morning. Really? The average, yeah. Do you know the average American, so this is not Canadian, the average American eats 20 to 30 pounds of French fries no. every year. Yeah. Come on. 20 to 30 pounds. It's a lot of potato. And grease. And yummy goodness. <laughs> Quick break here. We'll tee up the 3 o'clock hour after this. <laughs> We'll take a break and take a look at uh, news headlines with Eileen Bell in a minute. I mentioned it's National uh, French Friday. Uh, The most favorite uh, dipping sauce, ketchup, ranch comes in second. And 21% of people say they love dipping their fries in a milkshake. No, that's just weird. uh, That's just weird. It is. I've seen it done. There's more National French Friday survey results. Oh. Yeah, there's more. Yeah. Uh, We'll get to that after the 3 o'clock news. Plus, it's Friday, so that means... Everything out of the big blue folder will make its way to the air waves.